The following is a found recording retrieved from Hanging Rock State Park by the Stokes County Boys. Their wishes to have this anniversary episode recorded atop the eponymous Hanging Rock resulted in scrapes, sore muscles, bug bites, delusions of grandeur, and unhealthy nostalgic conversations. May God have mercy on their souls. I was lying on the grass a Sunday morning of last week, indulging in myself to Welcome to Stokes County Boys, a podcast where two friends hike up Hagen <laughs> Rock State Park and discuss the place and things that made them who they are and who they're not. And today for our anniversary show, this is it's been one year, Patrick. I didn't introduce you correctly, so let me try that again. As always, you're joined by me, Philip, and my good friend Patrick. Patrick, what's happening? I don't know how you talked me into this but oh, oh i god. did it i knew i knew it'd be good oh my god and this is part of the content people are going to be begging for this they love that i'm really excited for doing something that's kind of dumb that we're at hanging rock state park we did the uh, 1.3 mile hike up to the uh, the hanging rock and you know there'll be plenty of pictures of it if you've never seen it if you're from stokes county you know it and we're we're doing an episode on top of this mountain and uh, Patrick wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it either. But. I don't remember the last time that I've driven a mile, <laughs> much less walked. Philip, my butt hurts, my calves hurt. I'm exhausted. It's a pretty day, though. Oh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. really nice out here. The, the clarity is amazing. The visibility is great. You can see Greensboro. You can see Greensboro. That's one of our goals is to see if we can come up here and see Greensboro. Now, there's a lot of people around here, and they're going to be like, what in the hell are these people doing? But we don't care. We're having a good time. Patrick's got their back to the most of the people. I'm sure he's a little embarrassed. I am too. Uh, you know, I'm too tired to be embarrassed. Right All now. right, great. Lord. So today, um, Patrick, I just wanted to, you know, I didn't really, we're not necessarily covering a, a topic the way we normally would. This is our one year anniversary, so we're going to reflect a little bit. I solicited some questions from our listeners and our friends, and so we can cover those. But um, what do you think about, just in general, about uh, doing this for a year? <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't expect it to go this long. Um, I still am not 100% certain what a podcast is, but we've made it a year. and It's been yeah. fun. It's been enjoyable. But, you know, on the on the walk up, Philip, uh, a lot of reflection. You know, Well, I, tell me about that. What, what are you reflecting about? Well, I, I can't believe that I used to do this three or four times a week back in high school. But then it dawned on me. I was like, I was 17. I was playing competitive baseball, yeah. you know, six days a week, 10 months out of the year. Marching band keeps you in shape, believe it or not. You yeah, know? it will. Um, Definitely. I, like, I, I wish I could go back and have a conversation and say, like, you know, have higher self-esteem. Care for yourself a little better because this is not, I, like, nobody should be feeling as exhausted as I am right now. Well, I'll tell you this, Patrick. This could be day one of, of a new venture for us. It could. For you, too. It could, but we know it's not. Well, you can. Don't be so negative, no, Patrick. No, I'm, I'm just being realistic. <laughs> what will happen is tomorrow I'll drink a Gatorade and then drink maybe seven or eight glasses of water. Uh-huh. And then that, that'll be the extent of my change of lifestyle. <laughs> well, at least you're getting your, uh, your water in. We'll, for tomorrow. We'll go over the steps the next day. All right. Well, yeah, I, I think for me, as I told you as we were hiking up here, I was always, I was always kind of a chubby dude, so... It was hard for me when I was 17, just like it was today. So, <laughs> um, 
Patrick was like, I don't remember it being this hard to come up here. I was like, I do. I was I was a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like I really I'm not joking. I wish I could go back and be like, you know, yeah, hold on to what you got. Well, no, yeah, you never know, especially when you're 17, you're young, you don't, you don't know any well, better. I'm still 17 in my mind. It's just physically, good God, what yeah. happened? Well, it's daily practice, buddy. Well, we'll get there. I'm not there either. <laughs> I'm not acting like I, I know all the answers, but. Um, and speaking of answers, Patrick, we've got a few questions from um, our listeners, our buddies, you know, people that have been involved, and we just want to thank everybody that actually listens to the show interacts with us our friends that have been on the show guests we've had you know that kind of goes without saying thinking about reflecting on the podcast for the past year i think it's been helpful to kind of do this and keep my mind active in this realm especially during the kind of pandemic and mostly being at home and doing all that stuff it was kind of a nice escape from reality for a little bit you know here you listen I was uh, sorry. I was eavesdropping. <laughs> I was eavesdropping on a family that's. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that the microphones did not pick that up. No. Did I, you hear that, Philip? No. Okay. I, I got these headphones on. Okay. They uh, <laughs> a, a kid a kid slipped and fell, and, uh-huh. and the mom was like, you know, oh, you know, you, you got to pay attention. You might fall. Philip, do you remember a time when we were here and almost fell off? Yeah. Yeah, that was about sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, I just had like a flashback. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to ignore you. It's just like that. No, just maybe yeah. that triggered a, a emotional a, memory. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I actually almost died here. <laughs> I did too, but not here. A week later from uh, the lake, but not oh, from the top here. Meningitis. Yeah. So if you don't know, good old fourteen year old Philip, between ninth and uh, was it between eighth and ninth grade? I think I don't remember. I was fourteen. Between 8th and ninth grade, we, we went swimming here one summer day. Patrick, you drove me up here. I must have been 15 because you yeah. can drive already. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and we, we played in the lake. We were, we had, like, a football, right? It was we a throw- Frisbee. We were throwing a Frisbee. It was a Frisbee. Okay, yeah. we were throwing a Frisbee in the lake. Some, like, drunk dude <laughs> started playing uh, <laughs> monkey in the middle with yeah. us. <laughs> And uh, at some point, we don't know. There's two things that may have happened. He kind of, te- uh, kind of dove and tackled me <laughs> at one point, scratched my shoulder, uh, and then I also kind of cut my foot on the bottom on like a rock. And uh, yeah, I got viral meningitis <laughs> like a week later. Well, I remember I was feeling under the weather myself, <laughs> and my mom woke me up from my nap and I was mad because you know you don't want to be nobody wants to be woken up ever yeah but mom woke me up and she's like we gotta take you to the hospital I'm like what why because <laughs> Philip's in the hospital we gotta see if you have meningitis because he's got meningitis <laughs> I'm like what's what's meningitis yeah it's pretty serious um so basically what happened like luckily I didn't the bacterial version of meningitis is the one that's pretty lethal and really dangerous but um so luckily I got the viral version, but, um, yeah, I, I, rem- I remember distinctly, it was like one night I was about to go to sleep and I was reading Far Side Gallery 3. <laughs> I was flipping my favorite Far Side Gallery. Is that the one with the Mona Lisa cow on the yeah, car? Yeah, you know it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, uh, and I started feeling numb and basically almost pretty much like had a stroke and, um, had to go to the hospital because I couldn't feel the right side of my body and. I got a spinal tap and everything. I was getting ready to say you were really proud of that spinal yeah, tap. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Because we were all into the movie at the time. and So I'm like, you know that band Spinal Tap? I've had one. <laughs> I've had one. <laughs> so here's a question. 
solicited questions. Um, Uncle Howard, you know, Franklin's been on the show. He was on our uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith show. His co-host, best buddy, Howard, uh, he asked us about the geological history and composition of this rock. The Bluetooth device is ready to pair. Wow. That is a loud Bluetooth speaker. It's impressive. Do you have any idea, Patrick? Well, it appears to be <laughs> uh, kind of grayish brown. It's got some trees growing out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, underneath all this, we got the, the Stokes County clay. Oh, yeah. The red clay. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I have no idea. Well, I'll tell you... Um, I tried to look into it a little bit. It was a little hard to find, like, specific information, and I spent about five minutes on it. So I'll say, Howard, sorry. <laughs> I kind of let you down. I did see it's quartzite. Um, Nick Tulo, who we had last week on the show, talking about um, Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, he asked if we were scared of heights. You scared of heights, Patrick? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I told him I'd let him know when we got here. I was okay because I was coming closer to the edge, and I was like, "Patrick, you want to come out here on the edge?" And you're like, "No, nah, I'm good." So I can look out, and actually, yeah. like, I love flying. I love being oh, on yeah. an airplane. If I'm enclosed, I'm okay. But like, you know, I, I don't like heights at all. Maybe it has something to do with almost falling off this place. Yeah, that you know, that could have something to do with um, it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not a fan of heights at all. I don't know how these people go to the edge like this. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at some now. It's just like. Lord, I I kind of have a healthy fear of it, not to where I'll do anything stupid, but um, I can kind of psych myself out to actually push myself a little bit further out to the edge. I can't can't oh, do it. All I right. Mean, when when people say beach or mountains, give me beach <laughs> any day. Um. All right. We AJ he he got he got excited. Sent us a bunch of them. He's got some good questions. I'm gonna read off a handful of them. All okay. Right, all right. You ready? So AJ's got a few. I'm going to ask these. These are good ones. I think this will kind of kick us off with some real. Sorry, Howard, that we um, kind of failed you. What I had planned to do, Patrick, I, I failed to mention. What I planned to do was I was going to go by the visitor center. I knew there was going to be some information on it, but they're renovating it right yeah, now. It, it was all closed it's down. Closed down. Yeah. So Howard, uh, it was my last little ditch effort to find an actual answer. I think it's quartzite. Um, there's a lot of granite around these hills, so it could be a mix of that too. I can tell I you, know. these trees are dogwoods. Yeah, got some that. dogwood trees. Some. What? What are these? Um, is that a cypress? I don't know. <laughs> I'm the these last are, person. No, the kind of evergreen like, ones. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know what the evergreen is. <laughs> I mean, these are all dogwoods, except for the. I think these are just straight up pines. Some craggly pines. All right, AJ, the punk bandit. Our good buddy. You can hear him on a few episodes, especially in the early days. We, sh- we need to have him back on. It's been a while. But uh, he asked if you'll... Uh, he asked about an arm wrestling contest on The Rock. I don't think we're going to do that. Um, my arm wrestling days are <laughs> I think I'd me. win. I'd win. No, I know you would. Um, you know, our good friend Brian Grady, though. Yeah. He would not win. I, I don't know. Maybe today. He might get you on well, a good day. No, he's because I'm never going to arm wrestle him again. I mean, that was the stipulation. Uh, <laughs> Philip A.J., you know, great friend of ours, he went on a... There's a <laughs> hey, we're not lying. We're on top of this rock right now. It's, it's growling. Yeah. Um, it's that guy with the Confederate flags on his backpack. That's a racist motherfucker and his dog. I saw him. I saw him. We walked past him earlier. All right, go ahead. 
I just go ahead. Go through it. Um, we don't have to wait. No, I'm just, I'm distracted. <laughs> We're on this mountain, people. All right. Um, you know, AJ, on my first ever overnight field trip I took kids on, um, we went and played the United States Capitol. It was really an honor. It was, we are the only elementary band that's ever done it, to my knowledge. Now, um, you know, I could be mistaken if somebody did it after us, but we were the first, from my understanding, according mm-hmm. to the senator that we were speaking with. Um, but uh, we had a really good time. But the first night, you know, D.C. is a cheap trip. It's a because most of the stuff you want to do there's free, you know, museums, whatever. Um, AJ and I, we, we got our friend Brian, who's been on the show, to give us a tour. He was in D.C. at the time, but he yeah. gave us a tour. And, um, you know, rule of thumb, teacher 101, you don't know this until you've been teaching a little bit. Just because a kid raises their hand doesn't mean you have to call on them. <laughs> and, you know, it's like sometimes they'll take you down a rabbit hole. And, you, you know, but like it's okay not to call. But Brian didn't know this kid like five minutes into this this bus tour raises their hand. And I had told them the story about where, you know, he was visiting Chapel Hill. We had several drinks. And, um, you know, uh, we got into arm wrestling completely beat him arm wrestling should not i mean you know i have no i got spaghetti arms like there's no reason that that uh won that but i told him i was never going to arm wrestle him again i was always going to hold that over his head yeah and i told you have i have and uh i I told the kids that story i mean this is like what 12 13 years ago now Mm -hmm. i've told the kids that story and uh, of course like first thing they do kid raises their hand is like we heard Mr. Blackburn beat you in armor. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brian, you know, he's such a great guy, but, you know, he gets so pissed off about this. <laughs> it and fires so, him up. For some <laughs> reason, like, there are a few things that just really rile him up, especially something like this, because he's not, he's not some, like, like, uber male machi, macho guy. He's one of the most rational people I've ever yeah, met in Yeah, 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 but this this sets him off every time. <laughs> It's great though, you know, it's because you won't do you won't oh, do it again. You're right, but that, that, that's what's funny about it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, he. I mean, he went off. He's like that chicken won't come back and wrestle me again. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, cut like, a he cut a wrestling he promo. Did, he did. <laughs> it's like, dude, we're on a bus with like fifth graders. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, this might be a trick question he asked. Uh, what are you reading? <laughs> uh, he knows the answer to that. Oh, I got I got something for you. I'm reading uh, by Min Jin Lee. It's called Pachinko. It's a turn of the 20th century novel about Korea. It takes place in Korea and Japan. So I'm about 100 pages in. I'll let you know. It's going good so far. It's a good book. It's a good book. Yeah. It was a finalist for a National Book Prize. Um, So I recommend it. Maybe a preview for a future episode. I'm going to reread Watchmen soon, The, the comic. What do you think about that, PJ? Yeah, fantastic. Um, he asks, uh, "Do you have a favorite episode of this podcast?" Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna lie, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, it's hard to say. Um, I don't know. I don't. I kind of don't want to say because. They're like my children. I love them all. Something just shit on me. I think. <laughs> Look at my pants here. It wasn't me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, oh well. I can't say, AJ. I'm I'm, I'm going to hedge my bets there because I don't want to offend any guests, past guests we've had. I'll just say Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy the 
the people that we've had on the yeah the, yeah the, the guests that we've had that you know didn't know prior to this that's been really cool to meet some new people um you know i, I all of them have been very gracious to us and yeah you know pretty cool people gained a lot of knowledge from their hometowns and and you know now that covid's kind of lifting and we're able to travel you know i'm looking forward to hitting up some of these places that people have recommended to eat yeah yeah i know it's it's the kind of thing of like and i think i mentioned it uh before when we were before we actually started recording when we were talking with tulo um that naturally i'm pretty shy and so i wouldn't just reach out to people just to talk to them even though i like respect their work or i follow them on social media or something or i kind of know them through this or that or even someone like chris turglier farah who we haven't talked to in like 15 years or something like that if it wasn't for the show i wouldn't have contacted him but i'm glad i kind of forced myself to do this and kind of stretch myself a little bit and you know reconnect or connect with people so that that's been a lot of fun so I wouldn't say one episode, AJ. I'd just say that experience has been my favorite. Favorite teacher growing up in Stokes County? Mm. I like this question. I I can't pick one. Um, yeah. You always do that. We say no, no. pick five, you pick seven. So no, pick one, you'll... <laughs> I, the most influential was David Bennett, of course. Because, you know, I, I, he was what? 23 i was 18 <laughs> like i mean he um he was learning to be a teacher and so were you i was too yeah <laughs> um but you know it, I, he, he helped me on my path that's got me where i am today and so like most influential definitely him and you know he's he's he actually is still local he's the chestnut grove principal and uh you know it's a middle school i'm wearing my chestnut grove baseball hat today yeah, i saw that um, Still got it. Definitely the most influential. Um, you know, Mr. Kenny, my senior year. Oh uh, yeah. I we I think we've mentioned this before, but uh, you know we had a a big snowstorm um, and and missed several weeks of school. Yep, hitting up you know, that new Wendy's. Yeah, daily. Yeah, <laughs> you know he was he would eat at Wendy's almost every day, and yeah. so you know we would see him. But I remember he came in, and you know again talk about influential just as a teacher now whoop, there's the dog again um ooh, it's, it's growling yeah um uh, it's really distracting i know these people are trying to like go on the trail and this guy's got his unruly dog right there but um but no you know mr kenny when he came in i remember it was some sort of western civ class or something i'm not sure exactly what the class was but he came in and i'll never forget this he he <laughs> said this is my last class i'm ever teaching <laughs> this is the last I'm semester retiring. Right? yeah and he's, he's like what do you want to learn and so philip we learned all about atlantis sasquatch um <laughs> you know like all these uh all these mysteries um you know andrew he was big into the jfk assassination yeah too. he was um you know andrew voss was actually in that class with me oh, okay so patron um, saint you know, big be, shout out to we got to give a big thank you to him. He kind of latched on to us. We reconnected with him even closer than we'd had before. And absolutely, and well, Casey. Really you know, I, I think we're going to be seeing him for lunch. Yeah, uh, here in a little bit. I, I remind me to ask him about Mr. Yeah, Mr. Kenny's class. class yeah. You know, because like I again, I can't. I think it was some sort of Western Civ class, but it, it like I actually learned a lot in <laughs> was, that class. It was kind of like the mysteries of Western civilization. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. What about you? What was your, who was your? Friend? I have to say, hands down, I really think there's really two that really stick out. I had Mr. Kenny for one class. It wasn't that class you were in, but I remember I had him. He it wasn't his last semester, so he didn't get too into that. But one day he gave us his little posture, uh, his uh, his thoughts on um, the JFK assassination and the various conspiracies behind that, which I think I know what happened. Lee Harvey Oswald shot him, and then. A member of like the Secret Service or CIA. Uh, we're getting like eat up by bugs. Yeah, <laughs> there's flies and ants all over us. So just keep that in mind too. Um, and somebody accidentally did that headshot, and they covered it up because it's pretty embarrassing that <laughs> a supposed like high level agent kind of got scared and ran and accidentally shot <laughs> the president in the head. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, theory. But we won't get into that. So I think my favorite teacher, I'd have to say Mr. Jenkins, my Spanish teacher, who you didn't have. We talked about that earlier. But, I mean, I I ended up studying Spanish and Latin American literature, and a lot of it was, you know, based off his influence. And, you know, uh, in high school, he was the first teacher. He planned that Spain trip, took me out of the country for the first time, which is kind of a big deal, you know, for kids like us that, didn't go out of the state a whole lot, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think travel is very important in school because, you know, I try to take my kids when I can, wherever we can. And uh, I think it's important because, you know, for a lot of the people, that is their first foray into the unknown or, like, you know, the unfamiliar. Awesome. Um, you want me to ask you one more from... <laughs> AJ's. All right, here's one that's fun. He wrote five. I'm just say one. Uh, what was a, a important toy from your childhood that you really latched onto? Meemaw. All right, tell would me about you, would Meemaw. Would you count? Yeah, you count, that's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. My teddy bear Meemaw. Um, my dad got me the teddy bear when uh, I was 15 days old. Okay. So it was Valentine's Day of 1982. All right. You know that that thing's stayed with me through thick and thin. You still have me, Mom. Yep, awesome. Stuff in my bedroom. I remember seeing that like in high school, and it was just like a thing. Like usually, you know, you're a kind of, you know, being a kid that's like um, a teenager in Stokes County in the '90s. You know, it's a very easy thing to probably make fun of you of that, but there's still having your me, like by your bed as a, but. Gotta say, uh, we we all respected Mimo. You couldn't. It's, uh, partly superstition, but it's more yeah. habit than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I like that you still have it. I think for me, I think one of the things that pops out in my head was I was really into like action figures. And I loved action figures, and um, I think one of the ones I, I really liked were my Ghostbusters or my Ninja Turtle ones. I had a lot of those, and there's like now there was one Christmas where I got like. It was like, okay, do you ask for big things or you ask Santa for uh, one year? I just decided instead of asking for like a bicycle or something like that, I'm just going to ask for like six action figures. And I got them, and, and that was a good old that was a good old time. So now I'm also thinking about a Christmas. I got some Thundercats action figures. Oh yeah, <laughs> Thundercats were my, that I, was my go-to. I got a Lion O, a Panthro, and the and the the tank, the the Thunder vehicle. Tank, yeah. Yes, Thunder Tank. There we go. That was fun. All right, Patrick. 
I think it's time. We're not going to go too long here, um, but I just wanted to bring us out here, reflect a little bit, talk a little bit. I had fun. How you feeling now? I nice now that I'm in the shade. My my legs aren't dying anymore. <laughs> like it's funny though, because it's it's not an easy hike up. No, it's mountain. not. It's not. I remember even like being younger, like kind of getting out of breath, and just being like, "Oh my god!" But uh, yeah, it's a serious hike. If you live in the area or you're visiting the area, you want like a solid workout and a really nice view at the end. Hanging Rock State Park. It's. It's really interesting too. I'm, you know, I'm looking out over North Stokes right now. Cause you know, Hanging Rock basically is in the middle of the county, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. Like, the northern part is just straight up scenery. You know, you yeah. don't really you see some houses here or there, but you know, you you look on the southern half of the rock, and there's like. Like, you know, we were joking about it, but you can actually see Greensboro today because it's clear. <laughs> yeah. You can see Winston-Salem. You know, you it's you see actual cities and stuff. It's really a very cool view. But it's interesting the difference between, like, the two different views, depending on whether you're looking over the north or the south. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So, definitely recommend. I hadn't been here in, I think, since 2008. So, it's been, like, 13 years. It's been a while. So um, it was nice to be out here. So thanks for indulging me, Patrick. I just have to thank you for I, – I came up with this idea maybe like last week, and so <laughs> I appreciate you just being you know, being game for it. First day of summer vacation, I'm getting up at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can sleep tomorrow. You yeah. can sleep on the way. You can take a nap. I might have to. <laughs> I might have to. All right. I think it's time for us to get to something to eat. This is our anniversary show. We're, we're on top of this rock. This is what we did. We did it for y'all. <laughs> Patrick definitely didn't do it for me. Maybe he did it for me. I don't know. I don't, who, know, I don't know why, why he did this. <laughs> All right. Too old for this. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully somebody will listen to it now. <laughs> it was an exercise, and um, I don't know what it is. What? Why, why did I decide to do this? I don't know. I just I think wish it we was, had a monorail or something. I think to get it was us a down. Get, nah, the the way down it'll be much faster. You say that. Yeah, we might fall down. Yeah. We got. Hopefully, we don't fall. So we'll report back. Uh, maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do an update with uh, if we meet up with Andrew and Casey, and uh, hopefully we will, and we'll let you know we're okay. If not, this is our last episode, and we love y'all. <laughs> Rest in peace, Stokes County boys. Stokes County Boys. Stokes County Boys is brought to you in part by Bull City Bows and Ties. Gussy up your puppy with these easy-to-attach fashion collar accessories. Your kitty will be sitting pretty in these handsome bows and ties. So go to etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties to see over 50 styles and patterns. Founder and CEO is vet technician by day, pet fashion icon by night, 
Independently owned and operated, Bull City Bows and Ties can be found on Facebook or Etsy shop. Once again, etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties. Bull City Bows and Ties. Tell them the Stokes County Boys sent you.